Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hey, the good news. It is Friday. Valentine's Day uh, is this weekend. And we've got Terry Fisher with some ideas for Valentine's Day coming up. We've got the Drill Sergeant of Life, Beatrice Bruno here, author and speaker, and also producer Moose. Hello. Hi. Hello, everybody. All right, Moose, you always do some extravagant big thing, like that giant <laughs> picture wall you did for your wife. Do you have yes. some huge thing planned? For Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. No, Valentine's Day is my wife's thing. Oh. Um, because ah. we have her birthdays right after Christmas, and I do that, and our anniversary is beginning in May. Uh-huh. So I handle those two. She's in charge oh, she's of... she's in charge of Valentine's Day. Yeah, and more... More times than not, what we've done for the past, this will be our ninth Valentine's Day together. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And uh, we're kind of, you know, unusual people, if you haven't been able to decide that already. Yeah, yeah he's very unusual. <laughs> we don't do the mushy, oh, let's go see a chick flick movie and yeah, dinner. Yeah. No, it's Nicholas scary. Sparks movie. <laughs> it's scary <laughs> movies and Chinese food. Scary oh, movies and Chinese food. food. Yep. We're doing a family dinner where we teach our son about how to pull out a chair for a lady and open a door and be respectful. Nice. And we're doing a chocolate fountain because they love the chocolate fountain. So okay. that's what we're doing. And then the kids are getting a uh, you know Valentine's Day dinner with the grandparents. So we can have that's a cool. night oh. on Sunday to hang out. And then they're going to go. Uh, I don't know where, where they're going, but they're taking the kids to go do Valentine's dinner. Oh, I love cool. that. How about you? I think I'm going to take my family to Sinzetti's. Mm. I love the Sensetti's buffet, and and I took. It is mom pretty and, yummy, isn't it? It really is, and I took. Uh, we took mom and Jen when they moved here from California, and they really loved it. Yeah, you I know? love all the so choices. I, I think that we'll do that for Valentine's Day, and then we'll dr- kick them out of the car, and my husband and I go. I don't know, look at a movie or something. Sounds but we don't good. like the chick flicks. Yeah. We like action, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a new one opening um, today too. That Ryan Reynolds oh, movie. I think that's is what we're going to see. Deadpool. I'm so. Is excited. it scary? Oh, it's, is everybody's a... talking about. It. Yeah, well, it's an action movie. Like, okay. it's the first R-rated superhero flick. But oh, that, it's R? Oh, yeah. I, I don't like that naughty language. I love Batman. Batman is, like, my guy. Oh, but yeah. But one notch below Batman is Deadpool. I'm, oh, I've am i been looking okay. forward to this movie for, like, See, a decade. I don't decade. know anything about it. A decade he's been looking forward well, to he's, it. Well, he's right. known as, like, his nickname is the Merc with the Mouth. He's very cynical, very um, just abrasive, and okay. he's funny. And I'll probably do Kung Fu Panda 3. Yeah, probably that would be more of Yeah, that's more my speed. But, yeah, cool. I like yeah, it real cool. clean. I mean, like okay. Animated uh, characters do not use <laughs> naughty words. Okay, well, yeah. that's cool. Because but... I did make the mistake once. We had a PG-13 movie on in the background, and it was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh-huh. Oh. And because we have, like, you know, a lot of those channels. So anyway, we're just cruising around, and there's a cute little raccoon in there. Well, apparently he has a very foul mouth. <laughs> he does. And I didn't Rocket know that. raccoon has, and So yes. we're pretty careful about what's on our TV, but I don't really know movies that well. Mm-hmm. Oh and my so my God. son says, Mom, that raccoon uses really naughty language. Oh, wow. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, that's not the kind of raccoon we're watching at this no, house. No, 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 no. All right. Okay. Let's talk about, uh, okay, since it's Valentine's Day, I have to say this is one of my favorite love stories. And you're going to be like, wait, he, he, his wife 
passed away. How could this be a love story? She left him with the most beautiful love gift and their relationship, just the way he talks about her. But I also want everyone listening with heart disease. I even reminded my mom, I'm like, sometimes for a woman, a heart attack doesn't feel like a heart attack. Mm -hmm. It might feel like indigestion or something else. So stop being martyrs and call 911 or ask for help when you really feel wonky. You know, if you end up with a hospital bill, so what? You're alive, you know? And so let's start with part one. Uh, this man is on Ellen, and their love story, it's just like what you dream of having a relationship like wow. this. Lala Evans, first of all, I love your name, Lala. This is fantastic. They chose you because you sort of made a museum uh, in your home of just pictures. We saw a little bit of it in the video of your wife, and her name was? Louise. Louise. Mm-hmm. And you called her? Miss Lou. Miss Lou. And uh, tell me about her and tell me uh, where you met the first time you saw her. Well, I was a shoeshine boy. Mm-hmm. And right across the street, her uncle had a cafe. And for lunch, I would go to the cafe mm-hmm. and uh, I would kind of, you know, put them squeegee eyes on her, you know. <laughs> and uh, she was kind of bashful, you see. And uh, her uncle would notice this each day and he started teasing her about this. And she wouldn't come out when I came to lunch. She wouldn't come out, you know. She'd stayed back there. But, you know, when I put that eye on her, you know, that was love at first sight. The squeegee eyes on her. Oh, come on. How cute is that? The squeegee eyes. All right. I like that. I mean, when you hear, like, she wasn't feeling well and he talks about her requesting things from him and just his love for her. He's like, of course, you know, I'll get up and get Sprite for you or whatever she needed. Mm -hmm. So uh, take a listen to part two and I think you'll better understand their enduring love and how it endured over the decades and still lives on. So she uh, passed away just a month before your 60th wedding anniversary. Uh, But I understand something really special happened before she passed. Oh, my. That night, I'll never forget. She said about midnight, she said, I have a little indigestion. Would you get me some Sprite? I said, of course. And I, I, you know, I went and got the Sprite. She took a couple swallows. She said, oh, I feel better already, you know. And then about 3 o'clock in the morning, she said, oh, I got that funny feeling. Would you get me some more Sprite? I said, of course. And I went and got her some more Sprite, and she said, I feel better, you know. And about, uh, I'd say about 6 o'clock in the morning, I said, well, baby, I call her my baby girl. I said, baby, I'm going to get up and make the breakfast. And she said, okay. I said, would you like to get up with me? She said, no, I'm going to lay here for a little while, you know. And uh, I was noticing she wasn't doing well. And and I said, I got to call 911. And uh, I called 911, and... I mean, they came in real response time, you know. And I called them, I said, and I went back to her. And she looked up like this. And we looked at each other. And she told me, I love you. And that was it, you know. And, of course, after she told me that, you know, a little norm and stuff like that. But my greatest memory from that, I can live with that for the rest of my life. Amen. I hear that makes me cry, but I mean, they just really loved each other. But I guess to me, that is a wake up call to just, I mean, she was from midnight till 6 a.m. She was having a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And last Friday was National Heart Association Day. A lot of people wore red socks because they're, you know, too busy wearing orange for the Broncos. But, you know, (laughs) if you you feel funny like that, there's, you know, certain checks that you can do, look it up and uh, have that, you know, ready to go. You know, there's a difference between 
a man's yes. symptoms yes. Yes. than yes. a woman's symptoms. Like she said, she thought she had indigestion. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, same thing with the stroke in terms of it being like a little numb or tingly yes. or like you yes. feel a little weird. If you're starting to feel weird, just call. And some women have even been told it's acid reflux. Yeah. But that's it's what she not. felt it's like it was. Attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She you was know, having so you, a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, uh, wow. you know, and in her eighties, it sounds like you know they had a yeah. beautiful life. So I'm not making any judgment on him, mm-hmm. uh, but how wonderful that he's left with such a beautiful memory. And you Amen. know, a lot of people don't want to die in a hospital. No, it's their dream to be to pass away at home. That's so right. maybe this is the way the good Lord meant it in her particular case. Yeah. You know, and that's such a beautiful love story, isn't that, it? That's really just you know his baby girl. Mm-hmm. I love it that Ellen had them you know together for that. You Miss know, Lou. To, Miss yeah. Lou <laughs> had him on to sell, you know, to celebrate their love and their life together. All right, I want to share with you. Um, this is a pretty heavy topic. I've talked a lot lately about live streaming, and this is the dangers of live streaming and knowing. Cassie Perkins uh, talked to me recently. She's our teen reporter on my Daybreak show, which is on our KLVZ affiliate in the mornings. So I do that show, and Cassie wanted to talk about apps that parents need to know about. There was a little girl, her last name's Lovell, and she was killed recently. She's 13 years old, and uh, she was killed by a Virginia Tech student, allegedly, Mm -hmm. and they met on an app called Kick. K-I-K. And she was lonely. She'd been been bullied at school. She contacted him, and then he found out that maybe she was letting the information out about their relationship. And he and another Virginia Tech student, they plotted her murder in advance. Oh, Lord have mercy. So this little girl, they found her body, and she met this guy, 13 years old, on kick. And they had some kind of, they believe, relationship. Okay. With that said, Moose knows I've been calling out a new app called Periscope. And you can do live streaming with mm-hmm. it. So a mom apparently found her daughter was it live streaming in the closet of her bedroom. Yeah. So if you're live streaming in the closet of your bedroom, adults, people all over the world can see you on Periscope. Yeah. And they can make icky comments or tell you to do things or, hey, I'll send you something if you do this, that, or the other. It is dangerous yeah. because it's letting people who could be dangerous people into the bedroom of your child through these live streaming apps. So here's a news story about the dangers of live streaming, and then we'll discuss a little more. Emily Trammell didn't do anything illegal. Can you look at me when I'm talking to you? Yet the 12-year-old certainly got a talking to from this Chesterfield County School Resource Officer. When you're video chatting live, that invites all kinds of predators into your world. It's a chat she now calls a learning lesson, and one her mom asked the officer to have with her and then recorded it with her cell phone. I really wanted it to be a moment of reflection for my daughter. Emily recently connected with strangers from all all over the world on something called You Now. She broadcast herself live from her bedroom with the intention of giving advice to her friends. No offense to your daughter, but like, who would watch that? I know. know? I know. Who but a community of, a very bad community of people. Emily received more than 400 comments from people, including random men complimenting her appearance. They were saying, uh, you are so beautiful, your eyes are so blue and pretty, your voice is so soothing. You now is just one of many tools available for live streaming. Facebook, which is extremely popular with young people, just introduced live streaming to all of its users. Her devices have been taken away. Jared says parents need to be aware that their kids can do this and do everything in their power to stop them before the wrong person makes contact with their child. You know, this blindsided me. I believe in my heart that a lot of other parents are going to be blindsided as well. 
Mm, mm, I didn't even know mm. about you now. Neither I know about I. Periscope. Now there's you now and now Facebook live streams. I didn't know that either. Yeah, that's something new too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, four hundred comments and men are saying you're beautiful. You're beautiful, blue eyes. She is twelve. What is that? Sixth grade. Yeah. Well, it's like you think, um, you know, I'm in the stage with Sela of teaching her stranger danger, mm-hmm. and you always teach them about stranger danger. Like on the street in the mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. restaurant or whatever, it's rarely do you ever think okay this needs to translate to other places too, and you know as you know she's three and a half so she's trying to grasp on it but she'll walk up to somebody and ask them if they're a stranger. Oh, it's like, that's funny. That's, yeah, there's, oh, my, there's a couple more steps before that. I hope it. Wow. Um, church. We, uh, you know the greeter tried to shake her hand while she goes, "No, you're a stranger." <laughs> shake your hand. I don't know you. Yeah, yeah, you may be a greeter, but you're still a stranger. Oh my gosh. Um, my um youngest daughter was at a Walgreens with her friend. They were about 18 or 19 years old at the time, and the friend's mother and her younger sister who was like 6 years old at the time. Well, EJ went one way, my daughter. Her friend went another way, and her mom, their mom was looking at something else, and the little girl was by herself. And something said to EJ, "Turn around now." A, a man had approached the little five or six year old little girl and was getting ready to take her out of the store. Wow. Okay. And EJ was like, no, wait, <laughs> wait, no, mom, mom, you know, calling her friend's mom. Yeah. Come and get your daughter, you know, and the man ran off. Ooh. Unbelievable. Okay. See, I'm and telling this... you, you know those date lines where they show, oh, you know, yeah. kids that answer the door and they're like, oh, my son would never answer the door. We have sure, trade right. him. Tell me something right now. My kids. They are like in the CIA. When someone <laughs> rings that doorbell, they hide behind poles. They peek out the closet door. Good. We could be home and they won't answer the door. Can I we see three my... forms of identification? <laughs> Can you uh, submit no, to a red no, bull scan? Won't, I said, I don't care if they see you through the, the glass. You don't answer that door. That's and right. it's so funny. They won't go near the front door. They are Good. so paranoid. I'm like, you can bring Dateline 2020 and afford CBS 48 hours to our house and nobody will answer the door. Mm. And I even tell my mom, I'm like, you're not allowed to answer the door either. Because <laughs> There's nobody coming to the door that we need to talk to right. when there's not, I mean, like, my husband home. Mm-hmm. The kids don't need to answer. My mom doesn't need to answer. I'm sorry. We may seem like the most paranoid bunch, but I'm not doing it. Unfortunately, well, that's the times we're in right yeah. now. It really is. And, if like you come with Girl Scout cookies to our door, we just assume you guys said you got a bomb in that Girl Scout. <laughs> you know, we're not opening that door. Sorry. Have you got Boy Scout popcorn? Sorry. Oh my God. No, no, we figured that there's some kind of device hidden in the you. bag. You know, I work a lot of nights, and sometimes, uh, you know, my wife doesn't like me being uh, gone all the time. But, you know, we live in a neighborhood that sometimes, you know, works in all neighborhoods, or sometimes there's crime that happens, and mm-hmm. my wife freaks out about it. But I'm so thankful for my dog. I have Woodrow, oh, who is oh, this yeah. puggle. He's this tiny little happy little dog, but if you hear him bark through a closed door, you uh-huh. think you're about to meet Shepherd. your maker. Yeah, <laughs> he has a big I, loud bark. So. Wanted to make a device that. like that where when you jangle the door, mm-hmm. that instead of like that little, we have a little alarm on our door, but it makes a German Shepherd barking. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think that'd be effective? Nobody's oh, coming in if they hear a German uh-huh. Shepherd barking. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I'm pat uh, just, and he's when I'm not home, he's on hyper alert. Like if you just really? even if he sees like, you know, little Timmy across the street, he's eyeing little Timmy yeah. as he walks yeah. by. And yeah. so So what you're saying then is that these you and you now and periscopes and all that, they should have some type of app that a child can play and say, Why are you contacting my daughter? Yeah. What do you need with my daughter? Well, and that's the problem. This kick um, app that this little 13-year-old was using, there's nothing. First of all, the other danger with this app, you don't have to put your phone number in or a real name. So you can just be like, beautiful, 513. Well, it could be anybody. So at 13, her identity is completely hidden. 
because there's no phone number associated right, right. with your um, identity. Right. Well, there are certain devices you can get to where every action that's done on that device gets emailed to you. Oh, and Jorge's all over <laughs> anything like that. Uh, my uh, father-in-law, like we do secret Santas for Christmas in my family, and I drew my father-in-law's name. He wanted a Kindle, so I got him a Kindle. But if, when you order something like that through Amazon, mm -hmm. it's then linked to your account. So my father-in-law has this kindle and i can see everything he opens everything he downloads wow and so luckily there's all these books and whatnot right. but like you know if i when my kids were older i would want that and be like okay oh, you know, yeah sayla opened up um facebook during school i'm like what are you doing on facebook during school and, and what's that called it's the kindle just the like okay, the security kindle settings on the kindle. okay yeah. so this kick um kick you know your identity can be completely uh hidden you know not even a phone number attached to it and it says kick interactive gave fbi evidence it believes uh it led to arrests in the nicole uh lovell case the 13 year old who was killed because they do keep some of the information and so i was wondering how they found out so much about the alleged relationship between the 18 year old virginia tech student and 13 year old uh deceased nicole lovell and it was through their interactions on kick i wow. believe and possibly other social media sites she was in some kind of facebook dating site as well so here's a 13 year old who was teased for being chubby at school mm -hmm. she'd had a um, a, tra a transplant a liver transplant i believe is a little kid so she had scars that these kids would mm -hmm. tease her so she feels left out and bullied at school so through these apps she finds a relationship with an 18 year old and they supposedly were involved in meeting she was sneaking out to see mm -hmm. him and then he decided that planned in advance allegedly that he was going to kill her when Sayla turns 10, we're building a cabin in the middle of the woods, I guess. Yeah, really, with a cage <laughs> around it. Yeah, uh, yeah I hear you. Jorge doesn't let his daughter have any app um, unless he loads it onto her phone. Right. Yeah, he's not. That's smart. Head. His hands are crossed. Look at him. Can you imagine <laughs> asking him to add a nap? Look at him with his hands crossed. I just want to play Bubble Pop, Dad. I can't. Yeah, I just want to play Bubble Pop, Dad. That's you smart, play, though. You play Bubble Pop when Daddy's watching. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've always been the type of parent, my husband and I both, that if you want to date our children, male or female, okay, either yeah. our sons or our daughters, you got to go through us first yeah. because yep. we yeah. want to know exactly who you are. Okay, yeah. we don't want no crazies coming. And I'm, I'm serious about that. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Well, if they Background come and knock checks on, as low as three ninety nine. If they come and knock on our door, they'll never get in. I can just hear right. <laughs> Girls, don't answer the door. Girls, get away from the door. I mean, he is like the front door police. That's cool. All right, Beatrice Bruno, your website. If people would like you to speak at their school, to their young people, at a church event. DrillSergeantOfLife.com. Excellent. Thank you, friend. AngieAustinRadio.com. If you want to contact me, we'll be right back. You heard it in church. Now you have it here on 810 KLVZ. And yes, it's all right to sing along. Hey, it's Angie with the good news. Do you ever feel like, you know, you need a roadmap to your goals or you need some hope or you feel lost? Well, Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation, she teaches us the specifics, the roadmap to reach your goals and dreams. Hi, Carrie. How are you, Angie? It must be very exciting for you to help people reach their goals. It's very exciting because everybody has a vision of what they want their life to look like, Angie, but most of us walk around with it all stuffed inside and not able to get it out. And that's what I help people do. And what I find that you do is you have us write down 
down uh, what we see ourselves doing or would like to see ourselves doing in one year, two year, three years. Right. And then you have you break it down into steps and then it makes it so much more simplified and less intimidating. Well, I think people overestimate that, you know, a baby step can take you a long way. So yes, I get them to take little tiny baby steps toward the bigger vision of what they want their life to look like. Or right, if people want to talk to you, work with you, see what you're up to, how do they reach you? InfiniteNation.com. InfiniteNation.com. Thanks, Carrie. All right, you want to be healthier, right? What if you could get a free health assessment and you could get a number that would let you know, hey, I am really in bad shape, or hey, I'm doing really <laughs> great. Well, we've got one for you. It's a free health assessment. It's 100 questions, and Dr. Joe Arve is here. And Dr. Joe, how do we uh, take this health assessment? Basically, just send me your first name and your last name and your email address, and we'll email this lifestyle risk questionnaire to you. And what it does, it's 100 questions, and it analyzes how you're living, how you're eating, what you're doing, to whether your health is going the right way or the wrong way and it gives you a score and then based on that score we can go to work on making lifestyle choices diet changes things you can do every day to get that score down and get your health moving in the right direction and so you can call me at 303-349-6011 and leave me a message and i can get you plugged in that way or you can text me at the same number 303-349-6011 or go to spinegeek.com and contact us and we'll get a hold of you there and we'll make it happen but it's a free assessment and it's going to be awesome for you Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other human being. We have feelings and we have emotions, and if given the chance, we can shop. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there, and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. like helping out different people, a lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit, and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. Worship through wonderful music, impactful sermons, and inspirational talk programs. Where Love Lives, 810 KLVZ. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. All right, let's talk a little bit about one of my favorite charities, uh, ARC. But here's something really neat that ARC does. Not only can you go and shop with a purpose and buy wonderful things and get a killer deal like this fantastic dress I'm wearing that I paid like three bucks for on Saturdays because most items are half off. Uh, (laughs) I should be your spokesperson. Uh, But in addition to that, there's something really neat that any school or any nonprofit should know about. And you can donate um, to ARC and then you can make money for your nonprofit as well. So let's say you told every kid in school to bring in one bag of clothes to donate. And let's say you have, oh, 500 kids. That would raise $500 for the school with 500 bags of goods. And so joining me, we have uh, Francis Owens with ARC and also Miranda Halverson. And uh, Miranda's the sourcing manager, so she's going to talk a little bit about that. But welcome to both of you. Thank you. Hello. Glad to be here. You know, normally we have one of the ambassadors, one of your differently abled ambassadors, and you have over 200 now. So before we get into how people can raise money for their school or nonprofit, their church, whatever it may be, I want to talk a little bit about 
about, um, you know, your work with people who are differently able because, you know, you have to have a passion for what you do. And Francis, several years back, it was like three or four years ago, you and I had lunch and we both wanted a job where we'd make a difference. And I started the good news and I started highlighting great good news stories in our community and Christian stories as well. And, um, you know, just good news that you wouldn't normally see on TV. Absolutely. And then you started working for ARC. And mm-hmm. Miranda, I want to get into your story a little bit as well. How has it been for you working with uh, the Differently Abled Community First, Francis? Well, our ambassadors, we call ambassadors, are our employees that have disabilities. And it's intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, Ten years ago, we had 10 employees with disabilities. Today, we have 250-plus and, and I it just say, keeps Lloyd, growing. Lloyd, the president, has done such a great job, Lloyd Lewis, of really giving the uh, the company heart by allowing the ambassadors to take part in it, and it benefits their community. It really does. It, you know, so often, you know, um, when you talk with people that aren't around anybody with a disability, you know, and they maybe hear, oh, so you know, this person's going to come work for us, and they're like, ooh, I don't know, you know, and. It's very interesting how it works the other way around, that we have found that individuals with disabilities that work in our store make it a better place. Um, The morale. The morale is amazing. It's such a win-win situation for our non-disabled employees and for our employees with disabilities. You know, recently there there was a good news story. We focused on it, and it had to do with um, two ballerinas who were like, top of the top in New York City. And um, a mom had said, you know, my daughter has cerebral palsy, but wouldn't it be neat if she could have dance? And the principal dancer said they had not had experience being around with people with disabilities, and they did not believe how it affected them to do this class and how emotional it was to, because they got rid of the leg braces. They got rid of all wheelchairs and um, all crutches, anything that they would use, and just use their bodies. And it was so emotional and so beautiful that they were able to help these young people in in a way dance and, and experience something that they might not have been able to do and the principal dancers admitted they'd never had interaction with people wow. with disabilities and you know um my son's school i mentioned to you recently uh, because my son goes to some of the arc events with me graduation mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. such um he better understands disabilities, but a lot of the kids don't. And one of the boys in his school um, has a disability you can't see. Right. And so right. a lot of the kids don't realize he has a disability and they tease him. Yes. And so I told my son that then if he doesn't get picked, for, uh, that my son needs to be his partner. And oh, so um, they're friends and he's brought him gifts and they're always yelling hi. And my son rolls down the windows, we're leaving and says goodbye to him. And he yells back and, um, you know, they're young enough that it hasn't gotten too tough for this little guy, but you and I both know through many interviews with the um, ambassadors that they've had some tough roads with people not understanding their disability and his kids really being teased. So I love it that we also get to open people's eyes to that, you know, people with disabilities, they want to have friends, they want to have a job, they want to have love, they have the same basic needs that we do. And I have a really cool story that I'm going to share, Miranda, um, real quickly before this, you know, I normally do some good news and I save this for you guys because... We had um, <clears throat> Lori Weir, has mm-hmm. a nephew who's been on the show a couple of times. Right. Jake. Right. Yep. Jake, yeah. yeah. And Jake and his brother, their relationship really struck me because, you know, Jake's differently abled and his brother's not. 
And so Jake's the older brother. So what do you, where do you go with that? You're the older brother and you have the disability. Uh, but their bond was really beautiful. And so this struck me. This story reminded me a little bit of uh, Jake and his brother. Uh, and it, the story is called My Brother with Autism. And it, I found it online and thought this is so touching that their bond is so beautiful. I'm Spencer Timmy. I'm 20 years old. My big brother Mitchell has autism. You know, people always ask me, Spencer, what is it like to have an autistic brother? Is it hard? Frustrating? Is it different? I kind of laugh at the question. I'm just like, no, not really. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's different in that as an older brother, he doesn't really give me advice on women or he can't buy me alcohol. I never got beat up by him all throughout my childhood like most brotherly relationships. But we do have our own unique bond. And like normal siblings, he still definitely acknowledges that he is the big brother whenever he says, Spencer is eaten by the shark. Or him saying, Mitchell is a girl. He knows how to provoke a response from me, his way of taunting. He pretends to shoot me all the time in the hallway, and he has a vicious bear hug. Like normal siblings, we can get on each other's nerves, but we can always sort it out by having a wrestling match. But he's usually calling for mom and dad within a minute because he has zero resilience to tickling. Our relationship is special. Not one person understands him the way I do. Our bond is strong. He is the most important person to me. I will always protect him, and he is my brother. All right, so there's more, but when he says, not one person understands him the way I do. Wow. How cool is that? It is. That's pretty incredible. Well, and I think that, you know, if we can continue to work with the younger children and make them familiar with people with disabilities that it 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 doesn't make a difference and right they, what, they, 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 they disability is almost invisible invisible but yeah. what you're doing Angie is teaching your children that being around a person with disability is really it's nothing different you just have to understand that they may not learn in the same way they may not do things the same way but they're just like the rest of us well to teach my kids too that you have a responsibility to have the courage that you might be the kid that feels left out because you're the only one that will choose that child to be your partner Absolutely. he said that the kids partner up and leave him out and I said well then you have to choose him yes and he does that's such a great lesson and you know it's interesting too I think we don't look at it in the perspective that, you know, uh, a child could be, quote, normal, be in an accident or have um, a life-changing experience. Good point. And then have a disability. Right. So we, that could happen to all of us. Yeah. And so I think it's, you know, when the whole community understands disabilities and accepts it and, you know, just treats it like it's just part of life. It just makes our community better. We always talk about how boring the world would be if we were all cookie cutter people yes. and there were a whole bunch Absolutely. of mommies. Wouldn't it be yeah. boring if there were a whole bunch of mommies? You know, I tell the kids. Yeah. All right, so let's listen to part two. And then if you're listening and you are wondering how you can raise money for your nonprofit, your church, your school, um, we're going to talk about that with Miranda in a minute. But first, um, here part two with my brother with autism about Spencer and Mitchell. Mitchell is a special human being, and I don't mean it because he's autistic. I mean it because he is one of a kind. He never ceases to amaze me. You know, my mom told me when Mitchell was maybe eight or nine, my parents had told them my brother should stop his therapy because they believed he was never going to improve his speech, his ability to interact. They said he'd probably reached his max capacity. He proved them wrong. Last summer, he wrote a surfboard all by himself. He sang a song at his high school graduation and is even a gold medalist in the Special Olympics. When I ask him, what day did we do so-and-so? He'll give me the exact date, like, oh, October 7th, 1999. It's incredible. He can draw, cook, type, 
sing, surf, dance. He can pretty much do it all, but that's not the main reason why I think he's special. Now, he has this ability to make everyone around him happy. My family, my friends he meets, the people at the rec center he attends, his workplace, and especially me. He makes me a better person. He's taught me to find the joy in the little things. He has taught me patience, understanding, and perspective. Although I play the big brother role by the way I take care of him, I do look up to him. I learn from him every day. I think about this all the time, and I can't wait for him to be the best man at my wedding. When I have kids, their favorite Uncle Mitchell will always be up for watching Disney movies and playing pirates or princesses with them. I'm so blessed to have him in my life. And here's to you, Mitchell. Thank you for being my brother and my best friend. So maybe in the end, with the question I had in the beginning, what is it like to have an autistic brother? Well, I do have an answer. It's incredible. I love that. I know. Okay, that one makes you want to cry. <laughs> How cool is yeah. that? He said that uh, Mitchell has um, the special ability to make people happy at the rec center, at his job, like wherever he goes. And that's what you were just talking about at ARC with, um, you know, Lloyd, the president of ARC, having so many ambassadors now, over 200, that he said that it's this, you can't put your finger on it, but that the morale is so high. Yep. You feel that too, Miranda? Oh, absolutely. Um, Seth is one of my buddies who I work with pretty yeah, closely. Seth is great, isn't he? <laughs> he Seth's he been is. on the show many times. He's one of my favorites, too. He's fabulous. He's a character. And he'll join us for our weekly task force meetings every once in a while just to kind of give us his perspective and new ideas and what we can do to improve things. On. And he has autism um, or is I, it Asperger's? I don't, I I'm not sure a... because we just get to know him so well. We don't even know what the disability is because we just love him. I'm not sure he's been diagnosed. Okay. Um, uh, I, yeah, I can't answer I that. I should All know right. that. Yeah. But um, can't he's told me before. I think it's Asperger's. Yeah. And it may, he. Because you really can't tell. He no, has a he's very high functioning. Very, very yeah. articulate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and very really articulate. got a great sense of humor. So yeah. he'll join your meetings and you guys have become friends. Yes. And he, he just brings a whole new perspective to our our team and getting us outside of you know what we're normally dealing with on a daily and weekly basis and different ideas of how we can solve those problems that you know oftentimes we forget to think outside of the box and yeah his perspective is always just so welcomed and it's so exciting to have him there when when he is able to join so that is neat yeah, well let's talk about that um you know, relationships that you guys have formed. You know, I've had people come in from ARC and talk about some of the special relationships. You've got Seth, other people, other ambassadors that you really are impressed by or have developed oh. special relationships or have a neat story. I know there's lots, so can you pick out one or two and tell me a couple of neat stories? Well, just yesterday, um, Christy from our office, we were meeting with a publisher. We're going to be publishing a book about our ambassadors, and we were Neat. conveying a story, and I'll make it a little shorter because it's, it was amazing. Uh, one of our ambassadors has Tourette's and cerebral palsy, and, um, you know, uh, Lisa in the main yep. office. She comes in a couple days a week, answers the phones, and does quite a few few other things. Well, she has to use a walker to get around. And last year, you were there, Angie, um, as our commencement speaker, and she um, worked very hard so that she literally could walk across that stage without her walker. That's right. Well, to hear Christy tell the story, I mean, the the people that we were meeting with, one of the ladies just started bawling, you know. Wow. And you forget that you know, they're human just like all of us. They just have 
different I, I love the differently abled. They're just abled in different ways. Yeah. But for Lisa to do and that sometimes was... better abled in certain areas. That's yeah. what's interesting to me. Just like Seth lights up a room. Yeah. You know, that that's a gift. Just like this young man was saying about his uh, brother Mitchell, how he can light up a room. Yeah. That's a gift. It is. And um, I think that they bring a lot to our lives. I agree. Um, every day. That's why I've gotten so close with I your know. organization because I, I my bonds that I've made with some of the ambassadors, you know. Lori told me at one of the last events where I was that, that she loved me, and I know she meant it. You know what I mean? Like, I just think she's so outstanding, and she told me once, you know, being in a wheelchair as a greeter at her art store that she wants people to like her and to come back specifically mm-hmm. to see her, which they do. She has customers oh, to come just to see her. She said if they become friends with me, they may become friends with another person with a disability because they'll realize that we're just like them. Them. Absolutely, and how what a what a cool goal for her what to have. What a great concept! Yeah. All right. So if you'd like to uh, work with Arc and raise money for your nonprofit as well, Miranda, I love this idea. Um, first of all, we just um, I never call in time. We emptied my mom's whole apartment <laughs> and we went to Arc and we dropped off so many things because when I called, the girl said, um, "Well, it takes two weeks." I'm like, two weeks? What about tomorrow?" Like, you know, I'm, I'm a procrastinator, and I'm like, "Well, I can't just call Francis or yeah. Lloyd and just be like, well, I need special treatment." So we got the trailer out. And we loaded up all my mom's stuff and dropped it off. You know, there's the, you. the old, there's the you know the old-fashioned ways of giving back and then shopping there. But this is a neat idea because you realize other nonprofits they need money too, and you're willing to share the money with them by them um, g- giving you donations. So explain how that works, Miranda. Yeah, it's it's an amazing program. We're able to support other nonprofits while also supporting our missions, which so. Arc does. You guys do support. You're out in the community at a lot of events. I go to Arc is a great. A friend to our community. Oh, definitely. And my job in particular, I just, I love it because I get to meet all these different individuals who support, you know, different causes. And I, I couldn't ask for a better situation just being out in the community and working with other nonprofits. So the basic premise of the fundraiser is um, we work with, we partner with other nonprofits and the fundraiser is called Buck a Bag. So what that means is we'll pay you a dollar per bag or per box for your gently used household or clothing items. Um, You coordinate that fundraiser through me and what we do is we pick those donations up and count them accordingly, take them away, get them out of your garage, living room, wherever they're stored. Oh, we all have stuff. Are you kidding me? I mean, it just takes going through it. And, you know, it also teaches at a school, when my school, my kid's school does special things, to give back. It's a great lesson for your kids that they can have a positive impact on their community. So let's say a school, let's just use school or church as an example. It could be any nonprofit, but school or church. So how do we do it? So you would want to give me a call or send me an email. Our information is up on the website. You can find it um, under the donations tab, I believe. And basically... That's Miranda Halverson. Yep, Miranda Halverson, sourcing manager. Um, Basically what you do at that point is I'll help you set up that fundraiser. So I'll give you ideas on how to market your fundraiser, maybe best times to do your fundraiser. Let's say you have a basketball team and um, you've got a basketball game coming up. You know, if you know you have a lot of team members and parents coming into the school at that point in time, it's a great way to piggyback a fundraiser off of an an event. event. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've had, uh, we've had some schools raise thousands of dollars with this fundraiser doing it that exact same way. Now, what if it is, they're thinking, whoa, thousands of bags of stuff. Do you set anything up at the school or church? How would they, you know, if they get a thousand bags for the buck a bag, Mm -hmm. do, do you actually have a truck there? What do you do? Yep. So I would coordinate the pickup. So I'd make sure that our truck's out there 
there at the end of your fundraiser. We're, we're usually there between an hour to three hours, depending on how many bags you have. And our drivers are there to load everything up load and it. take it away for you. And then they get a check for however many bags they've contributed. So not only are they helping ARC and the disabled community, they're also helping their own organization. I love that. Yeah. Do other ARCs do this? Is this something new? I'm just curious how you guys came up with the idea. Um, you know, we, I know it's been a part of the organization, a fundraising component for a while now. Um, the Bucket Bag fundraiser is a, is a few years old, so it's, it's a work in progress. Yeah. And, and we're always trying to think of new ideas to right. partner with other nonprofits. So, you know, it could evolve. We could, um, it, it's definitely not going away. Well, and then the shopping aspect, we always talk about shopping with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And Frances has right. her Tahari sweater on I from ARC. I do. And I have my dress on from ARC. Are you wearing anything from ARC, Miranda? My Wait, scarf is from Your ARC. Your scarf is written. Isn't that funny? All three of us have ARC That's clothes awesome. on. I never plan it. I love it. I never plan well, it, but it always happens. And just to piggyback on what Miranda was saying is that, you know, um, not only does the school benefit from the bags that they bring in, then, of course, ARC benefits because then we're able to sell those items in our thrift stores. But then, take that another step further, uh, the money that we make from our stores go goes to support 13 chapters around our state who are the advocacy arms for people in their community with disabilities. And so, so that might be getting some education, absolutely. some help with, um, you know, navigating maybe the um, transit system, getting a new wheelchair, getting new crutches. All of that. Mm-hmm. They work on legislation. They help individual families. They help, say, you, you know, somebody in their community has an issue at school. They can help with that. They can help with anything with the jobs in that area. I mean, they're an amazing resource for individuals with disabilities in their community. Well, and because other um, um, organizations are starting to open their eyes to hiring people who are disabled, another differently abled friend of mine was working at Target, and his mom, before he moved cross-country, said they were so wonderful with um, incorporating him and embracing his disability and creating a job that fit his abilities. And so she was really impressed. So other, you know, big businesses are also uh, opening their minds to the joy of hiring someone who's disabled. And then we're seeing people um, with disabilities coming up with businesses. There was recently a boy with Down syndrome. I sent it to Lloyd, your president, because his son has uh, Down syndrome, who opened um, a snow cone uh, factory. And uh, and then we've got Tim Harris, who's moving to Denver, that has the restaurant in the Phoenix restaurant, he's yes. moving here and he's got a great restaurant it's Tim's place he's like is, hey welcome to my the, place the hugger yes. the one that hugs everybody yes, he hugs yeah. I love yeah, that yeah and then a, oh, a mom her daughter is not verbal but the mom created she goes into businesses and the, the daughter shreds uh, documents and she makes a oh, living wow. doing that isn't that wonderful your website Francis www.arcthrift.org and get in touch with Miranda for the buck a bag thank you thank you thank you Eight ten KLVZ, Brighton, Denver, Boulder, a Crawford Broadcasting Station. Hey, it's Angie Austin. I'm here with my friend Francis Owens with Arc. And Francis, you and I have been friends a long time, and you and I both wanted to do something with our lives, with our careers that made a difference. I love Arc. I've gotten to know so many of the differently abled ambassadors yeah. through you, yeah. and it's shopping with a purpose. So when we shop there, the money actually goes to help the disabled community locally, and you need donations. We need donations all the time, and we are very, very happy to come pick them up. You can easily call 303 238 Jane 
which is 303-238-5263. We would love to come pick up anything. All of our sales go to help people with disabilities around the state. We raise funds for advocacy. Love it. And you can also, of course, drop things off, but they'll come and pick things up for free. And again, all the money stays locally to help the disabled community. And I love to shop there because I find great deals. You can find out more info as well at arcthrift.org. Thank you. Perfect. Yay. Hey, it's Angie with the good news. Do you ever feel like, you know, you need a roadmap to your goals or you need some hope or you feel lost? Well, Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation, she teaches us the specifics, the roadmap to reach your goals and dreams. Hi, Carrie. How are you, Angie? It must be very exciting for you to help people reach their goals. It's very exciting because everybody has a vision of what they want their life to look like, Angie, but most of us walk around with it all stuffed inside and not able to get it out. And that's what I help people do. And what I find that you do is you have us write down uh, what we see ourselves doing or would like to see ourselves doing in one year, two year, three years. Right. And then you ha- you break it down into steps and then it makes it so much more simplified and less intimidating. Well, I think people overestimate that, you know, a baby step ha- can take you a long way. So yes, I get them to take little tiny baby steps toward the bigger vision of what they want their life to look like. Or right, if people want to talk to you, work with you, see what you're up to, how do they reach you? InfiniteNation.com. InfiniteNation.com. Thanks, Carrie. Hello, it's your pal Angie Austin. You know, I have to tell you, if you enjoy the good news, I would love your support. I would love to team up with you, to partner with you, and help you grow your business or your nonprofit. And also, you could support the good news at the same time. I know all of my sponsors personally. I really enjoy working with these advertisers because we have friendships as well as a business relationship. This show means the world to me. I have a passion for sharing good news, and I have a passion for my faith, and I would also have a passion for you and, and building your business as well. You can reach me at angieaustinnews at gmail.com, angieaustinnews at gmail.com. I'd love to work with you. This is where love lives, 810 KLVZ. Welcome back. Hello, Terry Fisher is joining us to talk about what is hot this weekend. Free events, uh, we've got events that are charity events, and we've got fun and Valentine's events. Let's talk Valentine's Day. Hey, Terry. Hey, Angie. How about those Broncos? Oh, wasn't that a great weekend event? Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. Parade exciting. The town's excited, you know? So congratulations to the Broncos. And Angie, happy Valentine's Day to you, sweetheart. Thank you. You too. You know, Valentine's Day, I can't really say there's a lot of, like, children things that are happening because it's more about people going to dinner and restaurants and fun and activities like that. Right. But I did come up with a unique thing. Um, There's the Kids Only Bunk with the Beast Love the Zoo. Wow. (laughs) They actually have this only sleepover that they do at the Gates Education Center at the Denver Zoo, which happens tomorrow night into Sunday. Yes. Um, so it starts at six and they until ten in the morning, and they have it's a special day and and and, and so that's something that people if they want to you know there's a charge for that of course. Yes. So that's something a little bit different. Um, there is a Loveland if you like it Loveland Fire and Ice Festival. Um, it is free and it is going on tonight. Um, it goes on tomorrow starting at ten. Tonight starts at, start at five. So um, you know head up to the Nation Sweetheart City and celebrate Valentine's Day with your loved ones. You get um, things. Uh, entertainment, um, just fun activities. Uh, it's a family-friendly event that transforms Loveland into a Valentine's-themed lightning displays or lightning displays, sending ice sculptures, that kind of thing. Sounds good. So that would be a lovely yeah. thing to do on, love, on Valentine's Day, right? Absolutely. 
Um, let's see here. Then you can, um, let's see here. There's the 80s hanger dance going on tomorrow night mm-hmm. at the Wings Over the Rockies. That mm-hmm. 80s band is playing. So that would be fun for people to check out and make a last-minute reservation for. Uh, skating ends this weekend down at Skyline. We talk about that every week, but this is the last weekend. So if you want to hold hands with your children or your significant other or your boyfriend, girlfriend, then you can go down there and skate this weekend and spend two bucks for skates and go skating, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I love the skating, yeah. Uh-huh. You've got the Colorado Garden Show that opens up this weekend going through February 21. So the Colorado Home and Garden Show is happening um, at the Colorado Convention Center. Typically 10 o'clock is when it opens on the weekday or weekends. Or weekends open. Uh, yeah, so I guess it goes all day. Looks like it goes till weekends start at noon. So there's something else to go out and check out. And then you've got the Colorado Ballet coming up on February 25th and TKM and the Heart Ball coming up on the 27th. So those are some nice charities that are coming and, up that people want that. You'd mentioned to make, you know, last week you said uh, get reservations. If you haven't yet, definitely call today if you're going to go out to eat. We're going to do a family dinner at our house, and we love to just kind of like cook, you know, a special uh, chocolate fountain mm-hmm. uh, for the kids and cook a special meal and yes. uh, kind of teach our kids about about, you know, how to treat their significant significant other and, you know, good manners for Riley to have with a date when he gets older. You know, oh, just kind of yeah. um, showing each other, uh, to our kids, that we love each other. And so they'll hopefully treat their spouses, you know, well as, when they get older. That's what you do. And we, we go down to, to a restaurant downtown and have a reservation that we've had for the last five years with family and friends. Uh, and it's just um, it's the same people over and over, you know, it's my kids and us. And that's wonderful. My friends, we go, and, and it's just, um, we go to Ocean Prime and have a little, there's a little corner room there that we sort of get nice. up by the windows. That's wonderful. Okay, so how do we find you? Special. If we want to, you know, hire entertainment through you, or if we, uh, you know, want to hire Angie as a speaker through you, or if we want to, uh, you know, see some of your events, go see some of your people. Well, I think they could call me and say, what's going on, Cherry? We want to hire Angie, but you would call me at 303-635-1210. If you follow us on Facebook at Five Star Talent Entertainment, the number five, you can always find all kinds of events going on there and all of our charities, and you can always find me on my website at fivestaracts.com. It's the number five. Wonderful. Thank you, Terry. Hey, happy Valentine's Day, Happy everyone. Valentine's Love Day you, to Angie. you, too. Love you, too. Hey, and we just appreciate you listening to the good news. You're such a blessing to us. It's a real honor to do this show, and if you want to support what we do, team up with us. I would love to promote your business or your nonprofit. You can always find me at angieaustinradio.com. And one of my favorite sponsors is one of my favorite places to go. It's YMC the Rockies. It's such a perfect combination for us, such a perfect teammate for us, because all of us vacation at YMCA of the Rockies. And so how wonderful that they believe in what we do here at The Good News and we believe in them. That's what I'd like to do for you. AngieAustinRadio.com. We'd love to hear from you. Have a Valentine's Day filled with blessings. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.